Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. You ever been in a situation where you needed to uninvite someone? Probably figured it out, right? But what if it's your sister? Like, how do you go about something like that? That's a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. When you hear somebody say, parenting is so much harder now than it was for my parents. I, I don't believe it. I believe it's different. I believe there are challenges to every generation. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if parenting my kids was tougher than my parents trying to parent me. I do wonder, did my mom wonder where I was? Or was it like, well, she'll come home. She always comes home. Because I was gone all day. I was, was gone yeah. all day. I, I would I'd leave. Find food. Slam the door. Mom, I'm leaving. Bye. Yeah. And I'd be home when the lights came on in the streets. The other night, a few boys from the neighborhood knocked on the door. Rat-a-tat-tat. Liam's like, I'm, I'm going out. And I was like, where are you going? He's like, I don't know. And I just let him. And I was like, okay. I guess he did. That's I said, are you bringing your phone? He some, said no. That's giving some parents heavy anxiety right now by hearing that. So it gave me a little bit, but I mean, I know where all of them are. They're really, I, I'd have to just drive around the block, but. Some people think it's tougher because of social media, because everybody's in constant contact, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the other thing that I'm for sure not an advocate of violence, but when there was an issue when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It really came down to a couple of kids scrapping on the ground, and then it was over. Then you played like best friends the next day. But now it's videotaped and lives forever. So those challenges are a little bit tougher, and that's why I wanted to bring Haley on the show because uh, just kind of knowing what she's going through. Break it down for everybody real quick. Tell us about your son first, will you? Okay, um, so he's 12 and he has a phone and, you know, usually it's fine what he uses it for, but he has like a couple group chats with his pals and stuff and they're completely innocent, but there's these two boys who always text him links on YouTube, you know, and they're like weird stuff that I just uh, we don't really allow in the house weird like what like what don't you allow in the house well it's just like not good human behavior so like one is like these guys stealing stuff from homeless people oh okay not cool yeah and then the other one is like students clipping up their teachers like behind their back (laughs) yeah oh my god all right i'll be the one to talk to you about this then with his little snidely whiplash (laughs) laugh good kid i swear it's just like this is not okay so you want to take his phone away or you want to take the app away or you want to delete the chats yeah i just want to not have these kids able to contact him and send him these videos anymore when you got the phone like i did did you set those boundaries like this is what i expect i'm allowed to look in your phone whenever so he knows yeah he knows that okay yeah what does your husband have to say about this so my husband just says you know like boys will be boys and if we have to delete these numbers of his friends, it's going to be hard for him at school. I agree with your husband 100%. I think if these guys, these other friends of him that are texting, I, I see no reason to not just sit your son down and say, hey, this is stupid. Um, try and delete it whenever these guys, or don't look at it when these guys text you. But like, if you delete this all together, I think your son's in for a world of hurt. Heard a couple of seconds ago from a young woman named Haley. And uh, she had an issue because her 12-year-old son was getting links to very inappropriate videos from boys at school. And her husband's like, don't make him cut off contact with these boys, make it a big deal. Just have him not 
respond and learn how to navigate that because you're never going to always agree with somebody uh, that sends you something that doesn't that maybe goes against your beliefs or you don't think it's funny, you know, and you just have to kind of learn how to navigate it, not cause waves, I don't think. So she's just wondering what to do. Yeah, uh, give me your take on this, Katie. What do you think about this? Well, my take is I personally will never understand the moms and the parents that, like, police their kids' phones. That is just something I would never do that to my daughter. First of all, she would kill me. And I just feel like it's invasive. Like, I would never want that to happen to me. And how can we get our kids to trust us if we're snooping through their phones behind their backs you know i personally i have stayed out of it since i gave my daughter her first phone when she was seven years old it's her phone and i stay out of it wow seven years old i think it was a big deal to get our kid one at 11 it just like invites so much stuff in but you know what i do i do agree with you on the fact that you should not always be up in their business because they are going to feel like a sense of being watched all the time you got to give them enough rope right Um, so your advice to her would just be like, stay out of it and let him handle everything. Yeah, I, I think so. Even if he has really inappropriate links on his phone from his friends. Yeah. You know, maybe I would just, I mean, one, she shouldn't have looked at it in the first place, but if she's really concerned, maybe she can bring it up in another way. That's not directly related. Somehow have a talk about those issues a little casually so that he doesn't know that she actually went through his phone. I guess that's what she could do. That's a good thought. Hey, uh, Nick, I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. We got a couple seconds left. What were you thinking when you heard this? Okay, cool. No worries. Um, uh, yeah, I'm 25, and um, you know I've grown up. Like when I was about 12, uh, that's when flip phones and those slide phones kind of got out. Like when I was like 13, that's when the smartphone smartphone devices blew up. And okay. uh, my input on it, you know, when I have a kid one day, is I just I'm surprised that people want to purchase their children smart devices, and then when they're doing smart things with the phones, like using the technology, people are surprised at it. Right. You know, young kids are going to be young kids, and like you said, the boys are going to be boys. Um, a 15 or 16 year old kid does need an iPhone. You know, you can get them an iPod. You can get them an iPad. I mean, up till 16, I understand that at 16 you're needing a phone, but anything prior to that, like, your your children do not technically need smart devices. And if you're offering them to them, then you should know what comes with the territory, if you, if you get what I'm saying. I agree with you, and I think it's a huge conversation. It's a big deal to have a phone like that. That is the outside world, and that's what I talk to Liam about. I'm like, I really trust you, buddy. I do. I don't trust other people. So here are some things that you can and cannot do for your safety. And then also don't don't be dumb. Don't send somebody something because anything is traceable. Everything is screenshotted now. And so just kind of like right. that's a great protect point. you. Yeah. And, and also like yeah. whatever you watch, like that's why they have so much issue with kids watching like PRN because they do you know what that spells, JJ? Purin? Yeah. yeah. It's like yep. it's corn. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, okay. Anyway, well, so I was spelling well, it out because there I might mean, be. I think, as long as it's, I think as long as it's not sexual, like the yeah. phone, like, you know, as long as you're not sharing those, uh, those, as long as those links are being shared or they don't have photos of, you know, sexual content, right. I think it's all no go. It's like it's either all fair or it's not fair. But I mean, I, excluding no sexual activity. I'm not an idiot. I know they'll find it if they want to. It's out there for free on several you sites. You see cat search history at work, Manick. <laughs> right. You would you're blow just your I mind. Have, I have two last pieces of advice real quick, and I'll let you guys go. My sure. two pieces of advice are... Um, the first is that there's a Spectrum app. You know, you, if, you're, you, if you have Spectrum Internet, the Spectrum app is going to allow you to see most of the links on there, every device linked on it. It's going to be able to tell you a lot of 
stuff about the um, what the you know your 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 kids are doing on there. The yeah. last thing I have to say is that yeah, these YouTube apps come with restrictions. The these iPhones are very heavily secured and protected. Like you can go put a bunch of settings on there, even on your Xbox or PlayStation, you can put setting restrictions on there. So that's that's really all I have to say. And I really appreciate you guys. You guys are both great. I listen to you every morning on my way home from work. And uh, I just I usually just listen because you guys got great conversational pieces. But I really felt like I had some input, and I really wanted to call. And so you, you too are Thanks, awesome. Nick. Wait, hey, uh, just quick question: How do you do it. all that without breathing? Yeah, like through I, your ears. I, I'm a professional broadcaster, and I feel like I have to breathe so much more than you do. I want you to flash back to your childhood real quick. And I know you grew up pretty gifted, but when your maids or butlers mm-hmm. served you guys dinner in the main dining room, was there one meal that was kind of like the go-to? Like it was always served. You're not necessarily thinking it was the greatest meal in the world, but the one that you remember most commonly when the butlers would bring it into you and pull the big silver <laughs> thing off. My mom would make too often goulash. Describe that for me because I think everyone has a different version of goulash. Goulash, hers would be a little bit fancier. You'd find some bay leaves in there. You're like, did you make this under a tree? She wouldn't like chop it up or anything. Okay. It would just be a giant <laughs> bay leaf. But she would put in diced tomatoes instead of like tomato sauce, but it would be elbow noodles and some ground beef and maybe some green pepper okay. and uh, not a ton of seasoning. I think she was allergic to taste. And so, and then my dad would make no bakes like every day. He would make no bakes. Explain that again. You know what no bakes are? I don't think I do. It's like oats with some cocoa pow- uh, powder and then peanut butter and vanilla extract he'd put in. And I know that because we'd have to go to like Minneapolis to get the kind he wanted. Cooking spray, spray it down and that's it. Like it just so it doesn't stick to the pan. And you put it in a pan and you then everybody form just... Them. You form them like little cow pies and then they Oh, like a muffin congeal. tin? Like a muffin tin you'd put them in? No, just like a, a pan. Like I've never pan. heard of this before. Yeah, they're they're good. They're really good, and they're not totally unhealthy. They probably stick to your like you're not hungry after a while, huh? Right. They're good. No, oops. My mom would make a meatloaf, and it would be uh you know like a small loaf, like a small bread loaf pan, yeah. and it would it would feed the whole family. And she would have some onions in there, and obviously it was ground beef and stuff like that. Uh, eggs, she'd get in there too. But then combined, what? Yeah, yeah, like just all mushed together, jammed in the. But then, with like two minutes left for baking, she'd hammer like a half a bottle of ketchup on the top of okay. it, and it would be this uh, jelly-like substance on the top of the I meatloaf. Love it. And I remember that as kind of the go-to. <clears throat> excuse me. So that's a big divide in our house is if it's ketchup or barbecue sauce. Oh. Liam will only do barbecue sauce on it. So I do the I do the meatloaf muffins. So those are easy Individual to pop out. Individual meatloafs. Yeah. The reason I bring this up, and I'm sure you guys have one in your home as well, but the U.S. Senate cafeteria, which I is there probably couldn't be a more boring place on the planet. Yeah. But navy bean soup has been served there every single day. For the last 100 years. Navy bean soup is like bean and ham soup from Campbell's where you pop the top. And my dad used to make that. And it's he like would a make, cream colored, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And then he would make it with some buttered white toast. And it was the best ever. Like on a, a cold winter day. 
he'd make that, and it was so good. But nobody knows why this is a tradition. But for the last 100 years, it's an option. they've been serving navy bean soup mm. at the cafeteria. I'm actually hungry for that. At the US. I know. I was thinking, you know, this time of the year, it doesn't sound that horrible. But I was just wanting you to text real quick. If you could flash back to childhood, like you were nine years old, and there was not going to be a special dinner at your house, it would be what for a go-to? You want to share with us quick? Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo. Bingo what bingo? Bingo. Bingo. Uh, one of my favorite parts of our show because we get to know you a little bit better. You've got a story to tell, but it has to kind of sync up with what we're looking for this morning. So, for instance, Kat's looking for somebody listening who? Who has ever been freaked out by technology. This girl on TikTok is going viral because her Alexa virtual assistant started talking to her husband Uh, while she was on vacation, and she didn't like that. My husband and I are officially done with Alexa. I thought it was creepy enough. She'd be like, for Jess, here are some recommendations. Or like, hello, Jess. So I think that's like already weird that Alexa can recognize my voice. But then this past weekend, I was gone out of town, and it kept like talking to my husband. And yesterday, we were just done. As soon as like she was just speaking after like not being talked to at all, unplugged it. Yeah, that was kind of our final straw. She thinks Alexa is pushing up on her husband. I guess, or just like maybe talking too much or maybe listening too much, if you know what I'm saying, like uh, spying, but your technology has freaked you out. Okay, Uh, I'm going to go with anyone listening who has gotten seriously injured at the gym. So, so many people will go back to the gym this time of the year, right? You're going to work on your fitness resolution. And I was thinking about this yesterday because you can tell a newbie, right? Like, I, I, I don't care who's at my gym. I just want to be left alone for, you know, 90 minutes. And I was thinking about this. Like, I hurt myself really, really bad a few years ago. Uh, I laid back with, like, 100-pound dumbbells, and it popped my shoulder out of joint. Mm-hmm. And that was the worst. I got, like, I had to pop it back in myself And then I threw up all over the place from the pain and like it still hurts today. So I would say my serious gym injury is a dislocated shoulder. I'm just looking for anyone else that wants to tell their story because they've got a serious gym injury. I'm going to take the phones off hold in a second and you got to call us immediately. First person through to tell their story. We get the bingo. So Kat again is looking for anyone listening who has ever had technology freak them out. Maybe it was your Alexa. Maybe it was one of your kids toys. I remember sitting there and I was watching. I watch ghost shows before I go to bed because that's normal. <laughs> and I was alone. Derek was somewhere. Liam was in his room and he had one of those uh, talking books and it just kept going off. I was like, oh, are batteries you were low, me? So it just kept going. Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking for anyone listening who would like to tell us about your pretty serious gym injury. Matt, you're the first one through who gets the bingo cat or myself. Uh, cat. Oh. All right, so what happened? What was the technology that freaked you out? It, it's always my phone, and it's always while I'm at Walmart looking at diapers or something like that, and then an ad pops up on your phone on Facebook about diapers or something, you know? It's tracking like, you. Do you ever look? You ever look to see if your location is on? Uh, you know, my location is always on, but, yeah. you know, it's still, your phone shouldn't be able to do stuff like that. But are they ever good deals? And then you're like, oh, I should get them. Does it work? <laughs> no, never. Oh. You ever been at a bar and then had, like, we, we have all these meetings, like, we call them safety meetings before hockey games with other hockey parents, and some of the stupidest conversations pop up, and usually when it gets into the realm of really dumb, then I just kind of sit there and listen and judge. Uh, but then it'll be immediately I'll open Instagram when I get home and every stupid thing these people have been talking about, they're trying to sell me. Yeah. Like, I don't need 
you know, a, a wing for my kid's car. You know what I mean? Like our car accessories. Right. Like we're not going to turn it into an import tuner or something like that. Some people get so crazy about being spied on in that way where the ads show up. But I'm just like, whatever. If they want to listen to my boring conversations, they can. It's when it like will affect my bank account or something like gets tapped into and then I feel violated. Right. Matt, I can only assume that since you, you know, get freaked out by this technology that you have a lot to hide. Um, you know, everybody has a couple of, uh, you know, things in their closet. Matt, no. you, ever, you ever, you ever killed a man? No, 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 no. Close. I ran somebody over with my car one time. I mean, Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, all right. Like on oh, accident. Yeah, on accident, good. right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, wink, let's, wink. let's clear okay. that up. Thanks all right, for coming man. on the show. Yeah. We'll, uh, uh, as soon as we get done, later. as soon as we get done with the cops, <laughs> we'll uh, let you know what you want. All right. <laughs> it's time for a little game we like to call our word play. So today is the Wednesday word play. It is worth three thousand dollars. Who plays for all that money? Her name is Katie. Everybody. <laughs> What are you up to, Katie? What are you doing? Uh, just driving to work. Okay. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm in child care. Okay. So as you listen to the show, obviously as childish as we are, you probably feel like you sync up with one of us a little bit more than the other. So who would you like to play wordplay with for $3,000, Katie? Uh, I'm going to go with JJ. All right. You're going to play so with him. All right. Gonna, okay. So what I'm going to do is I'll excuse myself from the studio and then Kat will with. give you... Wow. See, I knew she was going to get butthurt. We decided <laughs> no, that when not, we came I'm back from saying. the holidays that we were going to let our listeners decide who they wanted to play with. And I knew she was going to get butthurt right away as soon as anyone said me because you love me so much more. So I'm going to excuse myself from the studio. And when I come back, hopefully I can match up your five words with my five words. We can get you $3,000. All right. Yeah, let's hope. All right. Hope in one hand and you know what in the other. Get going. And the door is shut. All right. Let's make sure he's up the stairs. He is. He's good to go. Do you feel confident? Like when you listen to our show, you really do vibe with him a little bit more than me? Uh, Not necessarily. Okay. But when I've been listening to this, I feel like my words have matched up a little bit okay. closer. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. All right. So I'm going to start the timer. First word that pops into your head when I say the word. Okay. 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 Here we go. Grind. Dance. Ring. Marriage. Boat. What was that one? Boat. Like a sailboat or a boat. Um, fish. Moan. Mm, ache. And lay. Down. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna stop the timer. He's coming in. I wish okay. you nothing but the best. Like I, I don't mind Thank that you. you chose him. I do want you to win this money, three thousand bucks. That's kind of a game changer. Sounds like a backpedal to me. Not at mm-hmm. all. All right. Good luck to you. Uh, how do how do you think she? Oh, what's that? Not laugh bad. Mean? Not bad. No, we've had we've definitely had worse. So, Ready for this? Yeah, it's gonna be. Good. <laughs> Oh, Katie, that's no solace, right? When hearing we've had worse. <laughs> Here we go. I was going to say, that doesn't sound too, no. uh, too, not, too great. Not right. bad. First I'm going to do word. my best for you, Katie. I want you to get this $3,000. So Grind. Let's go. Grind. 
grind. I know I'm supposed to go with my first thought, but I don't feel like that's going to be her first thought. She sounds like a wholesome person. Uh, can we do do vocal hints like that I don't know grind I'm gonna say dance girl you got that is that it yeah yeah. yeah. all right one for one one for one let's go ring finger no. It was marriage. Oh. Marriage. Oh. Sorry, Were you going to say that? I felt like your mouth was like. No, mm. I, I was, at first I was going to say diamond. Oh, okay. Um, but then I thought maybe she would go with something nope. else. What, 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 what else was she doing here? Boat. Water. She said fish. Moan. Moan. Uh, moan. Sex. Nope. Ache. <laughs> Her body hurts, and all I'm thinking yeah. about is Nookie. Yep. All right, and uh, finally, lay down. That's what she said. She said down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Two out of five. Eight forty Thursday morning during the live show. Your opportunity to snag four thousand dollars cash. We've all got some credit card bills from the holidays. Let's pay them off at 8.40 Thursday. Now back to the podcast. Uh, it's never easy when people don't get along and you want to bring them together or you know they're going to be in the same spot. Maybe in your mind you would forgive somebody for something, but it may have impacted somebody else a little bit more. And more than likely, you don't know the whole story. So like when people are kind of feuding, I get that everybody wants to make nice and stuff like that. And I think that's where we're going with this. So Danielle, you want to enlighten everybody as to, like I said, we know a little. I have this issue with my sister right now. (laughs) We had like this friend in common and we were like the super best friends, like the three amigas. But my sister and the friends had a falling out. Um, Okay. I want to get them back together. Was uh, it a big falling out though? Like as females, it would have to be like um, getting with someone's, uh, you know, significant other, or stealing, or lying, or was it something that you think could be patched up? Yeah, I think it could be patched up, but it definitely was like a lying thing. So okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. But I okay. So I invited my friend to well I invited my sister to my friend's party yeah like to kind of see if maybe we can get it patched up but now I have to like uninvite my sister because the friend's like no way yeah well one thing I'm glad that your friend found out beforehand because wouldn't you like if the tables were turned feel like that was almost an ambush oh but that's an uncomfortable moment you want to be part of on a birthday that's fun to watch that's that's it that's where the rubber meets the road man I don't know on a birthday though I felt like maybe she'd be like open to it because you know you're happy and you're like, yay, look, you care about me. But yeah. I guess she's just not like doesn't see it that way. <laughs> so you're wondering how to break it to your sister by just saying, yeah, she doesn't want you to yeah. come. I think you just flat yeah. out say it. You just go, hey, this person doesn't want anything to do with you. That's up to them to patch it up. You know, I know you're trying to be a good human, but like if people don't want to heal, they're not going to heal. And if they don't want to forgive someone, they're not going to do it no matter. And it's almost like worse sometimes when you get pushed into it. Like, I feel like I'm going to tell my friends 
about uninviting my sister, but it's like I, I really just want her to kind of show up. Like, I do I too. Don't this is good drama. If she shows up, this is tons of great drama. I don't People know. People will be talking about this for a long time. You should do this. Uh, Miranda had texted, I think she needs to be careful because it sounds to me like she's doing it for herself. That might be true. Yeah. You might not want to be stuck in the middle constantly. It sounds like she's not wanting these people back together for their benefit. She's doing it because it's impacting her. And I don't blame her for that either. Like, who would want unsettle? I wouldn't. I just think it's great drama. I'd say let this play out. These are adult human beings. Just let them run. This first chunk of January is like the most depressing time of the year. Uh, things are gray. They're not warm and fun. Credit card statements are coming due. There's no major holiday in sight. All the appeal of Christmas and New Year's and your vacation time is all gone. Like, I don't want to dread on it. So I thought, let's flip this a little bit. What is something super awesome that you're looking forward to this year that can get you through all of this junk? Um, I... We'll say, and so not in 2025, but 2024, Liam is doing summer basketball instead of baseball. Yeah. He's going to be doing something he really loves, so he's very excited about that. We have a new baby coming in no, July to our family. You get oh. one thing. Then the improvements to our house. Okay. What's We're the- going to do a uh, new carpet for our house, and it's going to be a big deal because we have construction... Uh, like shaggy kind mm-hmm. of carpet in our, it was a new build, but I mean, it was, they kind of cut corners, you know, and with the carpet, any, you could vacuum and see the lines. Can I give you, you one walk big, on it. one big tip? Sure. Pay for the extra thick pad. Yeah, we did down in the basement when we got our basement done and it's night and day. It truly is like walking on it is like walking on a cloud. So. The soundproofing too. I mean, you've got uh, almost a teenager yeah. and he's going to want a little bit of space, right? So the soundproofing is going to be awesome. When he's down there yelling at his friends on his video games, yeah. you not having to hear that upstairs is a big deal. All right. So that'll be a bonus then. That's mine. Uh, mine is, uh, I thought about this for a, a long, long time. We've got a couple of trips planned, but I decided to put that on the back burner my son will be graduating from college in May. Wow. And I am, I know, like, when when I took this job, he was two and a half years old. Yeah, I know. And he's going to be crazy. graduating college in May. So I'm so excited for him to uh, to not only get out of my house. If you think about it, you could be, like, less than three years away from being a grandfather. Yeah. Uh, That's it, crazy. His mindset is, is really so different than mine though like when he realized you weren't going to be a professional athlete he decided I'll, I'll be a student and I'll make something of my life yeah I just drifted through life as a piece of crap for a long you time did when I didn't yep. uh when I when I knew that wasn't going to happen so <clears throat> most excited about that I want to know for you though in the next coming you know 12 months What gets you through the next day? What are you so excited about? I love some of these from texting. Melissa says, starting a new job after 20 years at the same place. Time for change and growth. Melissa, it's going to be a little scary, but like so exciting. My wife just did this. She just left a job she was at for 16 years, and she is so happy now. It's night and day. Um, Sonia says, I'm getting excited to start a new job as well. And both my daughters are getting married this year. This is going to be a big year for you, Sonia. Uh, Cassandra is going on the party plane to paradise. Look out, Cassie. Like 40 days. There you go. Brianna, leaving my kids, uh, leaving for my kids first cruise on Monday. Oh, cool. 
I'd be very nervous to have kids on a cruise. Jessica is spending the month traveling. Uh, Missy, vacation to New Zealand at the end of February. Wow. Uh, and uh, Jack's pretty excited for the lakes finally freezing over, being able to fish. Birthday is coming up in May for Christina. Lori's birthday is today, so happy birthday. Uh, Renee said tax returns. Um, okay. Oh, she's probably getting a big one then? Yeah, I would assume so. I don't... Uh, I have pay, I have paid out for over a decade. I don't know why. I thought when you bought a house and had a kid, like you'd have some breaks. We never have breaks ever. Well, you're just getting so. too much on your check. I've done you it can always di- You can always dial that back a little bit. Here's the problem. We have such wonky schedules, you and I, because we're up early. We do the show. Our, like... Three o'clock in the afternoon is really about 10 or 11 in the morning to most people. Mm -hmm. What is the time that you feel like you're in the most slumpy part of your day? Like you're just like, I got no energy. I'm kind of in a slump. I would say the 20 minutes that I'm in pickup line for school. I pick up uh, a friend's kids, a a friend's son and daughter on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and then Tuesdays, Thursdays, I get Liam. But it's like some days it's so warm. You ever fall asleep in that line? Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like I get nervous because I've gotten the, hello, you got to move up. Hello, move up. And I'm like, uh, I you wonder know, how I often through. that happens. Like if you're a, I mean, and who usually does that? Are, there, are those paras? Are they teachers? Are they school workers? Principals out there. Imagine too. having to walk up to, yeah. Can you move up? And they're just, hello. Yeah. And then, um, that that part because it's twenty minutes of not doing anything. I try to catch up on my emails, so I stay awake and everything. But that's it. My afternoon slump is exactly at three p.m. And, and here's why: so out of the in the spring, the fall, and in the spring, I coach high school uh, football and baseball. But during the winter, like right now, I, I I'll I'll get done with work. I'll go to the gym. I'll I'll kind of work again. But there's that time where I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm used to going and being with the kids. And now I'm just like, mm-hmm. I just kind of, at three o'clock, I just kind of sit around. Like, I think you got to mm-hmm. find a group. Find like a baseball card group. No. Nope. Sort through. Mm. Categorize the years. They're saying now, statistically, your afternoon slump will start at 3 p.m. at last 29 minutes. Yeah. So the caffeine has worn off. You have general boredom. You have a lack of energy. You feel like you need to eat, but you don't want to really, really eat because you're going to wreck dinner. And you've underslept. Those five things will cause you to have an afternoon slump at 3 p.m. Every day for me has, and I'm sure this is for everybody else, has different compartments. Like you have the, uh, it's cut up into thirds. The first one, getting going. The middle, you're getting through it. And then you have that last part of the day with kids, religion or activities. And then you got to work in dinner somewhere, drive through food. It never was this way for me when my, my wife has worked from home for five years. Yeah. And then now she took this new job and she's like going into work most days. And usually it would hit three o'clock and I just kind of dip in. I'm like, how's your day going? She, mm-hmm. I just go into our home office and then she would have this laundry list of stuff I was supposed to do. Yeah. So I never got bored. But now she's at work. And I literally just find myself sitting at the kitchen table going, hmm. My God, that's depressing. I know. Like, I could see how people could kind of, like, get bad habits. Like, if you wanted to smoke up or you wanted to have a couple of drinks. Like, all of a sudden. I, I'm, Those are your I'm, only two Wow, well, what else am I going to do? It's three degrees outside. Watch I've already, a show. I've already walked it. I, I, I have a genuine dislike for TV now. I'm off it. I like I'm off. It's like when you quit having sugar for a month. I just don't like there's nothing fun for me on that anymore. I feel like it's such a waste of time. I love TV. (laughs) I 
you. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.